With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh my God, this summer, I just want to be sitting somewhere in the sun, reading a book all summer long. And I know that's not the reality, but I'm going to build this fantasy in my head and Macy's is going to help me do it. Do it. I'm going to get a caftan. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I need you in one of those giant straw hats yes. that says Bon Voyage. Easy. Guys, check out Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside and beach essentials that we need for our summer and yours too. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Well, hello everyone. We have a treat today, guys. <laughs> We sure do. Are we allowed to call him a treat? <laughs> He's a snack. He's a snack, right? Yeah. A total snack treat. Drama Queen's friends and fam, we have none other than our very own Austin Nichols, Julian Baker, <laughs> here with us today to talk about the inception of his character. Should we bring him in here? 
Oh, Please. Julia Baker, that bad boy. Do it. Where is he? Hey! Oh, there you are. Here I am. You look so sharp with this haircut, Austin. The last time we saw you, you looked like Jesus. What's going on right now? <laughs> you know, I had long hair for a while, and, you know, I've just been a bum over here in Texas. And then when I saw you guys yep. in November, I was I had a mullet for Halloween. You did. That's right. So what spawned the cleanup? Yeah, you know, um, I'm planning to direct this movie here in the spring in Austin, Texas. And Uh, we're raising money and and we're starting that whole process. We've been at it for a while and it's, you know, it's an indie comedy about a struggling, beloved, but crappy public golf course. And it's it's like dodgeball. It's about a family who just wants to protect their silly little home. And it's real sweet and real funny and and um, it's kind of based on a, oh. a true place, a real place here in Austin that I grew up. So there's that. And then I've been I fell back in love with the short story, which I, I did a lot of in college. And um, I've been doing that. And, and, and I, I have a couple of them up on um, Kindle and Apple Books. And people are starting to read them. And that's been really satisfying. It's real and- life, Julia Baker. It's like. Did we all just morph into who we played? <laughs> it feels like we did. Isn't that funny? That is funny, isn't it? Did you write the screenplay for the film that you're getting ready to direct now, too? I did not write this one. And it's surprising because I always thought that the first movie I directed, I would write. But my friend Drew wrote this and I read it and I just flipped out. I was like, we got to do it. Awesome. I'm so happy to see all of you. And it's so it's always such a treat and such a pleasure. You know, it's not often that you know, you work on something for so mm, much of yeah. your life, especially young formative years. And anytime I see you guys, my heart just, you know, melts. And um, it's it's truly special to be a part of um, this whole story. Yeah. yeah. Well, we saw you for the first time last episode. And Sophia and I had quite a time <laughs> talking shit about you. Um, it was real fun. So for this episode, but we only got a glimpse of you last episode. So for this one, this was like a super Julian heavy episode. They threw a ton of shit at you super, super fast. First question is, have you ever watched the show? Did you watch yourself in it when we were doing it? So I don't think, because I just watched my first two episodes this morning. And I don't think I ever watched those. Because I'm literally watching the show with fresh eyes going, I don't think I ever saw these episodes and it's weird now because with social yeah. media, people put clips and scenes. I've seen like Peyton and, and, and Julian in LA. Like I've seen those oh. scenes or I've seen like mm-hmm. memes. So they're very familiar, but a lot of the other scenes with all the other characters, I was like, I, I mean, I couldn't believe what James was doing with slam ball. I'm like, this guy's <laughs> a professional athlete. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw them. And so I was watching them with fresh eyes and it was really fun. And also the one thing I was struck by was when I, when I see you, Hillary, at Trick at the bathrooms uh-huh. yeah, and the shit that came out of my mouth, I was like, what Ooh. a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, I wasn't aware of what I was doing. Yeah. Well, this is perfect because we have to read the synopsis. We have to tell the audience oh, yes. what episode we're doing, what happened in this episode. Will you do the honors? Will you do this for us? Hey, here we go. Synopsis, episode 609, season six, episode nine, Sympathy for the Devil. Air date, November 3rd, 2008. 
Jamie and Haley really worry that Nathan might injure himself playing slam ball. Lucas agonizes over whether or how to write the key script scene Julian demands. Keith's death. Peyton wrestles with the right time to tell Lucas about her and Julian's past relationship. Owen pulls some of Brooke's own moves on her to get her attention. Favorite scene. Marvin is struggling to define boundaries with Gigi. Oh, director Brad Walsh, writer Mike Daniels. Oh, we love Mike Daniels. I actually got some interesting info from Mike about this this episode. I think it's this episode. It might be the next one, but it's better if I bring it up later. It'll fit in later. Okay. Okay. Mm, Mystery the lead. (laughs) But I just want to, I want to close the loop on this, this weird thought I was having because I think sometimes when I'm playing characters, it probably happens to a lot of actors, might, might be you guys. I play a lot of bad guys and mm-hmm. I guess I just, you know, drink my own Kool-Aid and I just think I'm like not that bad of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember doing these scenes and like people in the crew are coming up to me going, wow, you're, you're really scared. Like you're a bad playing a bad dude. You know, people in the crew always say stuff like that to me. And I'm like, really? Why? Yeah. What are you seeing? I'm so clueless when it comes to this. Are you a method actor, Austin? Because you did come <laughs> on that Here's the thing, because we all had been living together, you know, for so many years at this point, and yeah. you came in the new guy, and you were just like, I'm cooler than you guys. And also, <laughs> I'm really handsome. And there was such a likability to it, because it was like, this motherfucker knows he's cool. Like, okay, really? neat. Yeah, it was very Julian. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't claim to be a method actor and I don't really stay in character. There are moments sometimes where I like to steal from the method a little bit. And often Mm. it's stupid stuff like breathing heavy. And I want to like run around the building a couple of times, you know, it's stupid stuff like that, but staying in character for, you know, nine months, um, you know, Mm. that's, I'd go crazy. I don't, it's not. So this episode kicks off. We're doing, a, it's so nice that the strike is over because we actually get to talk about episodes with guests that come on now before yeah. we were just having to like make shit up every time people came on. <laughs> yeah. um, this episode, tell us what you like. Sometimes we go in order. Sometimes we just jump to the shit we liked. Okay. And real quickly, I had to say one more thing before we get to that. Do you mind? I love it. <laughs> so, a while back, whenever you guys started the podcast, I heard that you guys were doing this. And I was like, oh, that's cool. They're doing a podcast. That Maybe they'll call me. Oh, <laughs> we did. And then all this time went by and I was like, Am I, are they mad at me? Why haven't they called? Oh, buddy. And then I found out that you're doing it ep- each episode, you know, in order. Like, They're not going to call me for six years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then we, even when we reached out, we couldn't get a hold of your team. And so you guys at home last night, Sophia and I are like feverishly texting Austin. We're like, Dude, 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 where are you at? Where are you at? What are you We're doing? Are you tomorrow? tomorrow morning? What's going on? What are you doing? I'll got my number. You know me. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Yeah, we are proud of you. You showed up last minute. Yeah, tell us tell us what the hits were for you. What were you into? Um, yeah. Joe Manganiello is really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and Brooke's relationship with him is really fun. And also, I, and I didn't really realize that I was coming in on the heels of that. So that, yeah. was, that was fun for me to see. Mm. And um, Slam Ball, like I said before, so impressive. James Lafferty, wow. Um, these Lucas's um, wide shirts. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was brand new. Huge fan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Collarbone. Collarbone's hot. Yeah, I wore a uh, 
a blazer in the flashback scene with you, Hillary, at the copy machine that has oh, my favorite stitching on the back. <laughs> yeah, bats. <laughs> yeah. There were bats on the back of your jacket. There were? I didn't uh-huh. notice that. Yeah. So fun watching it. What else stands out? Seeing Jamie um, and Sam with their yeah. you know how to be a little crook is really, really satisfying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there were a lot of layers in this episode. There was so much. Yeah, there really was. and it, But it flowed very well. I mean, Mike Daniels. You know what I loved, I thought was so well done, was the um, Brooks, Gucci, her four things. Oh, yeah. Oh. Gold Godiva Gucci Gerber. Loved mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> the Gerber, like, um, pun was genius. Gerber daisies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Gerber baby food. And I, I was like, oh, my God, that's really that's really good. And then when Joe did his with, you know, PlayStation and that, I was like, that's really great. Cute. Yeah. 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 Weekends, man. We got some nice comedy and callbacks in this episode for sure. Yeah. And it's also, there's some fun, um, and I'm also speaking about last episode too, but there's some fun industry um, winks and jokes in there mm-hmm, when somebody yeah. says, you know, CW actresses and <laughs> all these people that you guys want to play you is really fun. And, you know, mm-hmm. getting to say, you know, Julian getting to say stuff about Sundance and, you know, hiring another writer. And it's just all this industry jargon that I thought mm-hmm. was so fun. Mm-hmm. When they brought you in and you got hired, what did they tell you about this character? What did you know and what did you not know? If you can remember. Well, I remember you know, getting pitched to do it. I don't remember a lot about the character. I think I was told, um, you know, he comes from LA. He had a thing with Peyton. We're going to explore that in a flashback. Nobody knows that. That's a secret Mm. from her past. And then what you're, but you're gonna end up falling for Brooke. That's all I really knew. Mm. Okay. So you knew the basics. Mm -hmm. This is good. Yeah. They didn't totally spring it on you. You get to kiss every girl on the show. Congratulations. <laughs> I never got to no, kiss. This is almost. That job sounds dumb. She was married. They married me off, man. They married you <laughs> off real young. They did. Right. How old were you when you got married? In real life? No, on the show. <laughs> oh, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> Haley got married. I think she was 17, right? Wasn't 16 it? 16 or 17, right? Still in high school or was it right out of high school? It was senior year. Still in high school. Wait, but I had actually gave birth graduation, so mm-hmm. that would make a, maybe I was sixteen when I got married. Yeah, because your parents had to give you permission. Yeah, Ooh, that is some southern stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love that it. Does, doesn't get more southern than that, <laughs> boy. I loved Peyton and Julian together in this episode. It was a really man, Hillary. That wait, I have to find my actual note here because <laughs> okay. it says copy machine. That scene yeah. is why you're an indie movie queen, which feels like it should be a lyric in a song. But you <laughs> are so good in that scene, the way you were walking down the hallway and rushed into the copy room, and both of you guys, like how you managed to have a, <laughs> a trying to like a pickup moment in the middle of this really emotional mm-hmm. uh, situation was. It, it worked so well, and it's a really delicate line to toe. So well done, both of you. Hey, thanks. Thank you. Remember how awkward that was? Because the way this is written, we both say some of the most conceited shit ever 
to each other in this like look don't pick me up right now I'm having a moment you know like everything is so like it's so direct though come on that's so great how badly do you want to say that to somebody sometimes it's presumptuous <laughs> in a way that's like oh, oh god we're gonna say that out loud Christ um and I remember really struggling with that like oh, I would never say something like this how do I do this and I had already filmed all these flashbacks with Lucas and like all the sad shit with Lucas a year ago. Mm. And so a year later, Austin and I had to pick up all of these flashbacks and then move them forward like they were all continuous things with what we shot a year ago. It was confusing. I felt like I was living in some sort of like sliding doors reality because I'm like, Mm. I don't even know what's real. It's so hard to convey you know, a meaningful relationship in a handful of scenes. And that, you know, you, you, we have the, we have the stuff, the first date, the copy room, the date, and then we go to um, a bedroom and then leaving for Sundance. And it happens so fast. And you break up. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, that was so fast. But I kind of, you know, I got the information I needed. I thought it was, you know, pretty well executed by everyone. Mm -hmm. I agree. They told Austin and I to go to dinner. Somebody gave us the directive to go to dinner. Do you ever go to the bistro and it just being so like awkward? Oh my God, I forgot about that. That's hilarious. Yes, I remember. It was a very awkward dinner because they were like, great. So in the next episode, I know you guys just met. We're going to have to convey the entirety of your relationship in four scenes. So if you guys could actually like, I don't know, get to know each other, be comfortable with each other. You're going to have to straddle them, Hillary. Like have some fries and the steak at the fucking bistro. <laughs> and so I picked Austin up and it was just like, Oh, okay. Tell me all about your life as quickly as possible. Welcome. <laughs> but the was- best thing that I think helped us, and I can't remember the timeline of when it happened, is when you told me about this ghost, ghost story and we drove down that road and I oh, saw, yeah. I literally saw the, yeah. Hillary did not tell me what the story was. She just said, we're going to see what happens. And I saw the silhouette of a woman in a dress hanging from a tree. Mm-hmm. And do you remember this? I do. And I remember it being kind of a test. I'm like, let's see if he's, let's see if he's cool. Let's see, let's see what he can see. Does he have a twinge of ESP or not? <laughs> or is he just like a creep who buys in, which is my favorite? Right, right. No, but I swear I, I only have, you know, Sophia and I share a ghost story. Mm-hmm. We heard about this one. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you and I do. And I only mm-hmm. have like one other one in my life. So, you know, I, I'm not the kind of guy to make this kind of stuff up. You know, I have, I have three really strange ghost stories and, you know, two of them are with you two ladies. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wilmington is famously the, one of the most haunted places in America. So it tracks. Yeah. And 66% of your ghost stories have occurred in this group <laughs> in that town. It's wild. It's, it's really wild. Oh, man, I can't tell you how many times I have been, I get get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Use coconut-scented Clorox Sentiva to give your home a shiny clean filled with an uplifting fragrance. With its powerful formula, you can clean confidently as its refreshing scent transforms every room in your home into an island oasis. So go ahead and elevate your cleaning routine with Clorox Sentiva because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like inspiration. Ooh, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. 
And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. So did they just offer you the part? Did you read for this thing? What was the deal? Yeah, I I want you to tell the people yeah. what you were told. And then I'll tell the people what I was told. Honey. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, it came, it, well, it came around and, you know, I said no at first. And I think, you know, that, you know, how that works. They're like, oh, mm. gotta have them again. And um, <laughs> so I went in and had a meeting and, you know, was pitched kind of what I said before. It was, I don't remember, it was a long time ago. I don't really remember a lot of the meeting. Um, but then I remember the offer coming back around. He said, my manager was like, you got to take the meeting. Just take the meeting. You don't have to do it. Just take the meeting. And, you know, that's, you know, I got sold and I, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to do it. And I'm so glad I did because, you know, look what it turned into. You know, one thing that I'm really proud of um, is I, I haven't really gotten a lot of gr- like memorable, um, you know, the jobs of my life. I didn't get them from auditioning. I got mm-hmm. them because I went to a place and it turned into something more. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I don't know. That's something I really love. And mm. it's, uh, but yeah, as far as like, I don't remember a lot, but I want to hear what you guys have to say, because I don't remember a lot about that. I just remember, you know, saying yes. And then um, getting on a play. Oh, quick. One quick thing that's not related. Back then I was cutting my own hair with like, I had really short hair. I was just cutting it with clippers in my bathroom. <laughs> and the night before I was supposed to get on the plane to come to Wilmington, I was doing it, and back here, the, the guard fell off. Oh, God. Perfect. And I shaved a line in the back <laughs> of my head like a lawnmower. Oh, Just the runway. No. I went, oh, shit, what am I going to do? This is the day before you felt. Wait, when was this? The day before? The night before. The I was night coming. before. Oh, and no. I was so embarrassed, and I told my team to tell everybody, alert everybody, tell them that I had this terrible accident. I'm so sorry. I get there. I go into hair and makeup, and... They literally, Carrie's mom, what was Carrie's mom's name? Julie. Julie. Yeah, Julie Delaney. Julie goes, okay. And they radioed, <laughs> they radioed and Greg so Crane like, came in the door <laughs> like a gorilla. <laughs> Greg Crane's going, what, what's going on? And Greg Crane's looking at the back of my hair and he goes, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> they had to like shave my hair way shorter. And I even remember they were, they had to fill it in with like this black, you know, this Oh, it's called Topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they did the little air, you know, yeah. balloon. Yeah. Filling in, used makeup, all this stuff. It looks like a perfume diffuser for those of you at home who don't know what this is. It's like a hair and makeup trailer trick. And it looks like a little bottle, little jar with a lid on it. But it has a perfume. Is it, It's a diffuser. Is that what it's called? Or yeah, like a little, little round squeezy ball. Squeezy thing. But it's Just, for hair. So little fibers of hair come out of it onto ugh. people's beards or apparently the backs of their heads or whatever is needed. Yeah. 
And they had to also shave my head much shorter, cut it much shorter so that it wouldn't, you couldn't see it. And in hindsight, it made Julian much scarier. Yeah. Cause he looks so much like Lucas too. Like in the, you guys had the same hair, haircut anyway. So yeah. it was an interesting. Like that kind of hair guys tend to sometimes just look a little bit more, a little bit more sketchy. Yeah. It ups the villain energy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, in hindsight, I'm glad it happened because, you know, I came off a little bit more threatening and then it gave, it gave it somewhere to go, you know, over the next, you know, four seasons and what Julian and Brooke would grow into. Uh, but anyway, I, my, my hat's off to the team. Cause I never could, I never noticed it. I never saw it in any scene. <laughs> yeah. I didn't track it. I'm too busy looking at Jamie's big old fake tooth, man. Yeah. I can't stop looking at that kid's tooth. That sweet little boy. So now I got to hear what you, the, your side of what you heard about me being cast. Well, okay. Well, come on. So, <laughs> you know, for our friends You've at been home, on surface. Yep. Right? I was in North Carolina and I, I met you guys or some of you. Did we play you in the softball game that we did for Hurricane Katrina? Were you in that fundraiser? I was there, but I didn't play. I came, stopped by, and was in the crowd and I saw you guys playing. I saw these beautiful well, playing softball and I was like, oh, this mother... <laughs> Because here's the deal. I didn't like the Surface Gang because they talked a lot of sh to us and they were like, hey, we're a network show. You guys are CW. <laughs> you <laughs> did have a chip on your shoulder about that. You were always gabbing were about so that. Pissed. I was just like, who do these bitches think they are? I didn't love it. And like, I would get taken to parties that Surface would throw and they were really mean. And so you being a Surface guy, it felt like someone from your rival high school coming in. And that, like, that's all I knew. I was like, this, oh, we are not going to get along. Oh, no wonder you didn't want to go to dinner. Isn't that funny? And then canceled in the middle of season one, and you guys go on to do nine. Nine. <laughs> we brought you back. Well, that's where we first met, Austin, because back then, remember, we had the same manager. Yes, we did. And she was like, oh, my other clients in Wilmington. And I don't even remember what where we went, but I remember us walking down Front Street. Did he take you to the bistro? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it was, I mean, it was like, it was our season three. And, you know, I had been through a not great breakup and decided I hated men. And sweet Austin Nichols came along and took me on my, like, first date since that. Oh, what a and, and so we'd been in each other's lives for a really long time. And when you came to Wilmington, I blew a gasket. I was like, what the <laughs> f is happening? I've gone out with three people in a decade and one of them's here. What's happening? I just like, I totally lost my sh And I remember our bosses being like, don't worry. There's this amazing thing with him and Peyton and you guys will never interact on camera. Is what they said to me. <laughs> what? Cut to our characters got married and had two kids. And I was like, I've been duped, but I'm not. Mad at it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. They 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 played matchmaker for us in like the weirdest way. Which mm. I'm like, is that appropriate for like your bosses to do? But also it was such a sweet season. Yeah. So I remember hearing things like that and rumblings of that and sort yeah. of you know, probably not just on this show and, and others, but on this show it seemed pointed. You know, there was a lot of mining of, of yeah. your life. And for better or worse. Um mm -hmm. But that is, that is interesting, you know. I just love that we got totally different stories. And, like, 
you know, we obviously, I mean, you're here and we were just giggling about how much fun we all had in Wilmington. Like we've maintained such a close friendship for, I mean, almost 20 years now. And like, you know, the, our, our sweet history is also such a lovely part of like our journey, but it is so funny to me that this pack of adults was literally like playing two 20 something year old kids. I was like, God, you guys are nuts. Could you imagine (laughs) doing that at our age? No, I can't imagine being an adult who would do that. No, no. In a million years. To my child employees. No. We all sort of won the lottery because look at us now. It worked out great. Yeah. And also it's so funny because you're young and you're, you know, you're getting work and you're excited and and there's so much going on, I I think. And Mm -hmm. then you just thrust into this really, really intense, difficult, challenging career and you just go, oh, okay, this is how this works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, there's no, I, I feel that's how my experience anyway. And I was like, I remember many times in my career going, really? That's what we're doing? Oh, okay. I guess that's just how it's been done for 60 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, luckily a lot of that has been, hopefully, um, is changing, has changed, will keep changing and mm-hmm. headed for a better place. Was it weird for you? I mean, you know, we talked about some of the things that you've worked on and you'd been in Wilmington before shooting Surface, which was such a big show. You had been on, you know, John your massive, yeah, your massive HBO show. Deadwood. Like yeah. you worked on all of these incredible projects. Did did having all that experience under your belt make it easier to jump in on the, you know, middle of a season six of a show? Or was it intimidating to come in to this thing that was by then a big machine? It's terrifying, especially mm. when the family, you know, whether we call it that or not, you know, the, the, the family is formed and the group is formed and the, on this show, you know, the teams have formed and mm, yeah. factions, you know, so, <laughs> and then you're, and then you're playing catch up and learning about the politics. So it's really hard. It's really scary <laughs> and terrifying. You know, I think my outwards, you know, uh, what I projected was, I don't care. I'm not getting involved, but you know, in your inside you're so scared and you're you just want to be liked you want to do a good job you want Mm. to be well received you want the audience to care about you know like what you did you know it's all about love in the end and yeah it's you know and i've experienced that on 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 lots of other shows coming in you know to the walking dead and you know later Mm -hmm. seasons or you know something else it's i don't like it (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) you know think you know you know luckily you know, you have to learn to do it. And my go-to is to give as much as I can and, and try to be there for the other actors and the crew mm-hmm. and hope that they want to keep me around. You know, I, that's kind of how I've always approached it is, you know, how can we, mm. how can we do this in the healthiest way? And I don't know, like I was saying before, like a lot of my opportunities haven't come from winning the audition. They came because I got to a place And they said, let's do more with that guy. Mm. I think those are the things that make a lot of series regular actors feel safe on a set when somebody new comes in. The fact that you're able to just put your head down, do your work, show up, and and you're there to serve, you're there to give. And there's something about that that's like, oh, this person isn't looking for us to fill, to to make them feel accepted, to make them feel, to fill a void. You're just self-regulating, you're handling your own shit and showing up to 
help and serve however you can, which is really what we're all there to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and those kinds of things are what make people feel safe, not just cast, but crew and producers as well. So it's no surprise that you are continually called back for work with all the same people. He's just a flirt. He flirts with the grips. He flirts with the camera department. He flirts with his co-star. He's a flirt. And I'm still mad about it. Awesome. God bless you, Hillary, for just bringing it back to... You just... Look how ready like, he is. Oh, he, honey. Austin walks into every room and he's like, I'm going to make these bitches love me. Like that's... I've, I watched you do it on The Walking Dead. Jeffrey got to gut you over it. I loved oh, it. Um... I did want to mention that, you know, <laughs> Hillary emailed and said, Hillary emailed last night and was like, I want to tell a story about I have a crush on you. And I was like, well, don't do that because Jeffrey already like gutted me on a- another TV show. Yeah. And let's not throw more fuel on the fire. No, he can do it again. Use coconut-scented Clorox Sentiva to give your home a shiny clean filled with an uplifting fragrance. With its powerful formula, you can clean confidently as its refreshing scent transforms every room in your home into an island oasis. So go ahead and elevate your cleaning routine with Clorox Sentiva because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like inspiration. Ooh, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so (laughs) grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures. And their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA. You'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS. And he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Girl, right. I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. join over one point five million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm -hmm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I've 
am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom, and more, Wayfair makes it easy. With fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff, and they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more— or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Do I tell him this story yeah, now? We need that oh story. My God, yes. I only told Sophia this story for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> we were just in Wilmington in November. We're never going to talk about this episode. We were cackling. Um, so when we were all in Wilmington for the convention in November, we went over to Bevan's house. And maybe we were talking about your mullet. I don't even know how it got brought up. But um, I was talking about how, you know, when I met you, you were the surface guy. And I was like, I don't know, not impressed. We'll see. And then by the time we'd finished filming this episode and our characters had really great chemistry together and you were asking so many questions, you were just like, who do you hang out with outside of work here? Oh my God, you want to produce movies? Can I read the script you have? Cool. I've already learned all the names of all the crew members on the call sheet. Aren't I likable? And I was like, well, who is this? (laughs) And I did not know, friends, that Sophia and Austin had hung out. Hillary had zero idea that that had ever happened. I never told anybody my business. What do you want from me? I have been in a relationship for the first five years of this show. I'm finally single. This fucking tall guy shows up and is like, hey, do you want to hang out outside of work? I'll come help you and your best friend Nick make little independent movies. For those of you who haven't seen True Love Tale of Boyfriend and Girlfriend, you should Google that. Um, and so Austin is being... So charming and so cool. And instead of like being downtown, like a lot of the rest of us, he's got a beach house and he's, he is Julian Baker. He is just so cool and oh, frustratingly likable. So one of our crew members was this guy, Scotty, and he decided he, he was an amateur wrestler. Are, you're nodding your head. Do you remember this night? How could I forget going to Sabres wrestling match? Oh my God. Sabres wrestling match. Yeah. So Sabre invites the entire crew to the armory in Wilmington to come see his wrestling match. And like Sabre's like Sabretooth Tiger. And naturally, Austin and I have been hanging out outside of work. And I don't know which one of us suggested it, but we were going to go together. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to paint my face like a Sabretooth Tiger. And you're like, oh, my God, would you paint my face like a Sabretooth Tiger? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. 
And so I go over to Austin's beach house and I have to cradle this man's beautiful little face in my hands. And I'm painting saber teeth and like fucking stripes and stuff on Austin's face. My face is fully painted like a saber toothed tiger. And I'm like, are we going to kiss? We're not going to kiss. Our faces are so close. We're not going to kiss. We're not going to kiss. We're just friends. Like, this is so uncomfortable. And later I'm thinking, we're going to kiss all this face paint off. This is going to be awesome later. Very messy. Awesome. And so we're driving to the armory and then we have to go pick up James Vanderbeek. And Vanderbeek's like, I want to be a saber. I was hoping you were going to remember that. (laughs) Beak's like, you got to paint my face too. So we come rolling three deep in face paint (laughs) to the local armory, which is a very rough and tumble scene Mm -hmm. to root for saber. And I am having the time of my life. And I know it's not a date, but I'm also like, why else would this man let me paint his face? Like, this is fun. Um, and then all of a sudden Austin looks really distracted, like looking over my shoulder and I was like, Oh, what's he looking at? And I turn around and Sophia has entered the armory in like a cashmere turtleneck and a tweed blazer. And there's a wind machine and that some dream weaver is playing, you know, and there's just like God rays from like the sunlight dying, coming like shining on her glossy hair. And I see heart emojis in Austin's eyeballs. And I just turn around and I can, I can still feel it in my bones. The, oh no. I had so seriously misjudged that situation. Oh my God. And so then I had to sit there for a whole other hour in face paint and know (laughs) that I was a f***ing goober. Um, And then James (laughs) Vanderbeek wanted to go to dinner afterwards in the face paint. Did we all go to dinner? Beak and I did. I don't know what the f*** you did, Austin. You were probably (laughs) busy not rubbing (laughs) your face paint off. Um, But I was such an awkward single person that (laughs) I cherish that memory of just like, it's going to happen. I felt like every girl in every 90s rom-com who like thinks they're going to go to the party (laughs) and it's going to work out. And it didn't in such grand fashion. um, (laughs) I felt I knew it was going to be a good story in the moment. And so even now, every time I see Saber, I think about it. I think I'm just like. (laughs) wrestling match there's pictures of it have somewhere you seen saber just sidebar have you seen him i see him on facebook all the time no he's really successful that story is amazing by the way and i oh love my it God. Listen, you listen you screwed the pooch austin i know i know <laughs> <laughs> you had your chance but one one thing i just want to put out there i hope scotty hears this is that i had no idea the process that he went through and he'd be like, yeah, man, I'm at the gym. And I would see him at the gym getting ready. And then he'd he'd do the tanning and he, and he bleached his hair. And he did all yeah. the stuff. And he told me about the shaving boots, the boots that cost fifteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And they're custom. Yeah. All the custom outfits. And I thought this is the most incredible little underworld microcosm. I just thought mm-hmm. it, was, it was so cool. That was a while. Yeah. That was another universe walking into that armory. <laughs> Everything all set up that way. And it all the guys so in the wild. costume. And. And then, like, guys hitting each other with folding chairs. The folding chairs. I was like, what are we doing? I remember going to one where Scotty was the winner, and it was, like, yeah. all his friend, friends and family, and then going to another one where he was the bad guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Other guy brought all his friends and family, and it was like, this is so cool. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> scene. 
and and something so specific to Wilmington. Like I can't mm-hmm. imagine if we were filming in L.A. or New York that the entire cast and crew would gather around Ye Armory and <laughs> root for amateur packed. wrestling. Yeah, I, that, that was part of the summer camp vibe of the whole thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were we all, even though we were living there, we were, it still felt like we were on location or traveling. Well, because it was so small and so niche. And it's yeah. interesting you use that word, like the this, this summer camp vibe. It That's what this whole episode felt like to me. Your mm. guys' flashbacks were obviously setting a tone. And to your point earlier, Hillary had to, catch the audience up in one episode on the history of these two characters. But most of this episode has like humor and, and group comedy and like, I don't know, everybody's stuff is kind of funny and upbeat and silly. And the whole dynamic with Sam and Jamie, you know, her teaching him to like hustle kids for (laughs) ho-hos is so funny. You taking the snack bag out of the machine at the end? Hysterical. Just like, well, you know, <laughs> if, it's if it's open. open. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a little improv, Sophia? Did you just grab that or did they write that? I don't know. At, the, at that point. I feel like that was an improv. Snacks it it might have just yeah. been me. It might have just been me wanting a snack. There was a lot of comedy, a lot of nostalgia comedy with Owen in the back seat. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You beating him out of your car with your purse. <laughs> It's funny when I, I do it. Girl. It's not funny when you do yeah. it. Yeah. So funny. By the way, maybe the funniest line is him saying, at least you said I'm big. <laughs> at least you're oh, yeah. <laughs> It was oh, so funny. So, okay, I think it's, a, when Mike Daniels texted me, he said, I think it's this episode, which I hope it is, but do you remember, Soph, when uh, you guys had to do reshoots because the film went through the x-ray machine at the airport? Mm-hmm. What? So, mm-hmm. okay. So what they used to do before we switched to digital, for those of you who don't know, was they would film it and then it would be an actual film and you weren't supposed to send it through the x-ray machine at the airport because it was film. So it would get yeah. damaged. There's a very specific process that was always taken to get the film from Wilmington to LA. And for some reason, film ended up like from this whole day in, in somebody's bag that went through the airport screening machine and ruined. Mm -hmm. But what Mike said happened was that because they had to do a reshoot of some day, I think in this episode, they realized that they, they thought it would be better to do Julian and Brooke together sooner. And Mm -hmm. so they decided to end Brooke and Owen early. Mm. Originally, I think whatever you guys had shot was not that, like that wasn't the plan and they added it in or something Later. Do you remember any of this? Yes. Wait, that's ringing a bell that they made him. Because they were wa- just going to plow on with J- with Joe. Everything yeah. was going to be fine. No, but it is ringing a bell because uh-huh. when we did the scene where Joe's naked in my car and I get him out of the car, there was supposed to be the exchange at the end where I'm in his car. And as I'm watching the scene to prep for today, I was like, wait, I... I tell him we can't date because I have to go be a role model to Sam. Like, mm-hmm. I, in my brain, I was expecting us to agree to give it another shot. And so I, as I was watching that scene, I was like, God, I don't remember this. That that I just end it? Like, I mean, I guess it makes sense, you know, because of what Haley says that I overhear with Sam and Jamie. But that that makes sense why it felt 
off to me because I remember the original yeah. way we shot it. Yeah, and getting in the back seat to be cute, but only to tell him that you decided you're oh. not going to be together. It was it was strange. It was a dump kind of made it work with Sam. Y- yeah, it was a dump cute. A, ge- a gentle dumping. <gasps> oh my God, I've never heard that. We have to use that more. <laughs> the next three times I saw Joe Manganiello, he was like not super thrilled with me. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, stop. <laughs> I saw Joe at an audition like a year later in Los Angeles. And I was just like, he's like, you're not still in Wilmington? And I was like, no, my guy, I'm gone. And he was like, yeah, I'm gone too. You know, like it was, it was just kind of, you know, I liked, I liked it. I didn't mind that Brooke was like, you know what? Like not right now, because mm-hmm. you don't have to date everyone that asks. Just mm. ask Austin. Yeah. Because sometimes <laughs> <laughs> you can politely pass and it's yeah. fine and you can stay friends. Exactly. I thought Joe played that really well. It made, I remember the reaction the audience had. It made the audience like him even more mm-hmm. that he was such a cool guy about like pass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then I remember, you know, seeing him post training for uh, True Blood. <laughs> we got to know the super shredded Joe Manganiello. And I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a werewolf. I remember all of us kind of being like, are we, is this the moment? Are we meant to be impressed or scared or maybe both? Are we both? <laughs> We're both. Yeah. I like the feeling of both. I remember he was telling us, it might've been while we were doing his last episode, he was telling us about the training. And I remember just going, that sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> were we sitting at lunch? I was there during a conversation when he was talking about training in a, in a cafeteria. Wake up, no food, nothing on the treadmill for 45 minutes as a warm up, And then you just, and then he would talk about the whole day. I was like, this sounds brutal. I remember him being sick and talking about how he was hardcore, like sickness is in your mind. We, I um, am going to plow through this. I'm going to keep working out till I throw up. I got to keep going. I'm like, yeah, but dude, like you're sick. Like just, you know, go to sleep for a day. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like in 300, they just painted on the abs in 300. <laughs> like right. you don't have to have them. Like I, I just don't get that. The, whatever that mentality is that some people have with their athleticism where they're like, yeah, I'll just do this till I puke. I'm like, well, you, or you could sit down before you throw up. You could just stop. And not vomit. Man, that's how all the football players do it. They just oh, go until they puke. Not for me. Yeah, but that's why he was so good, like, blocking for Nathan. Like, yeah. he does the sports. That, he looked yeah. so football, and Nathan looked so basketball. And yeah. so he yeah. had the best of both worlds in this episode. It was good. That. And then poor Chad is just off by himself crying this whole episode. He's had a I rough th- episode. He did great, though. I loved the way that he navigated all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Julian was a real for saying we're going to hire a whole new writer for one scene because mm. that's not a union thing. Oh, a new writer. I thought you were just saying you'd hire somebody to do that scene. But ask any writer in Hollywood. It happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But no, but Chad did a really good job wrestling with the the Keith, writing the Keith scene. I thought that was was really interesting. It was good. I loved him and Dan on the bench. I that did was, too. Wow. How did Dan find him? They're always on the river court. I mean, the fact that everybody always seems to know where everybody is in this town is <laughs> Everybody's got air tags on. But I really liked that he said he can't write it because he can't see it. 
he can't see it because he can't understand it. He's really tracking you through the whole thing. And and the anger and the vulnerability in that scene between Lucas and Dan is so refreshing to see Lucas as this adult processing what he went through as a kid. And I loved how matter-of-fact Dan was. Mm-hmm. Just like, this is what I did. It was quick, and I have no answer. I'm just the villain in your story. For somebody oh. who doesn't know, remember as much as you guys do, when he said Keith had the, sh- the shooter, what was his name? Jimmy. Jimmy. Keith had the shooter, and then Dan shot him. Was that true, or was Dan just trying to have him be remembered in a different way? Is that how it went down? That's exactly true. It was okay. true. I didn't like the last line, though. It felt like a cop-out. Like, he was being honest. I really, even just for Lucas's sake, I wanted him to, t- I wanted him to say, because Keith was better than me. Mm, I wanted him yeah. to say, because I was jealous. Yeah, I, I was wanted jealous. him to say, because I didn't, I didn't want to have anybody else in my space in my space, whatever the line was. Yeah. I wanted that. The villain line felt kitschy to me. That's a great point. He put it on Lucas. It's like, you need the villain. So I guess I'll, I'll do you the favor of fulfilling that role. I mean, Mm. which is so Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of owning his being like, I was really jealous of my brother. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Bum out. But I do like the clarity there. And what a gift for Dan to finally just tell the truth instead of spinning it forever Mm. and ever. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. I just, I got really, I could feel my own anxiety when Lucas finds that picture. Yeah. I was so stressed for you. (laughs) Girl, I'm so glad that Peyton said something. Thank God. Before he showed her the picture because it was clear she was going to always, she was going to tell him anyway. Yeah. You know? No, that was, that was really well done. You guys crushed that because- you know, you set up that you're, like you just said, you want to get it out, but you're like, but he's writing oh. again. He's, he's happy. He's focused. I'm going to do it, but I just need to wait a second. And yeah. then you're, you're like, no, it's really well done. Oh, God. But I hated the, la- the, the last line and all of those really conceited lines, like, stop hitting on me. God, you mm. really have to leave me alone. The last line of Lucas is like, so you guys dated in LA? And Peyton says, we were, we were in, in love. love. Agree. Agree. Oh, Did not like that. No one would say that, right? No one would say no that. No one. I mean, it's such a dun-dun. It's good to go out on black on a line like that for a show. But yeah, to me, it's like you would try to minimize. But yeah. Yes. Also, guys, did anybody track how weird it was in one of your flashback scenes where you're talking about having moved in with her? And I was like, oh, my God, Julian and Peyton moved in together. Okay. Tracking that. And then you say, I love you. And it's so clearly the first time you guys have said it to each other. And I was like, um, they moved in together before they told each other they loved each I other. Never what is happening? I never thought There's of that. I never thought of that. Rent in LA is expensive. It's so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just try this out for a little while. Yeah. Oops, I love you. You seem fine. <laughs> that was one of my catches that I was like, what? And then the other one was through the whole slam ball game where... You know, you've got Nathan and Owen looking so badass. Every time they cut to you and I, Joy, it was the same. It was the same clip. Yeah. They yeah. used it three same different clip. times. Us cheering was the exact same clip <laughs> over and over. Oh, I hate that. I think they reused one of Joe, too. Like, for yelling at him. What if that was on the footage? I was going to say, I wonder if maybe some of that footage was what was damaged. And they were like, mm, we're just going to keep repeating what we got. Yep. Because what are they going to reshoot a whole day of Slam Ball? How many episodes 
has Haley been like losing her mind at this point about Slam Ball? It's your only storyline. <laughs> I mean, I I mean they're like, they're so fixated on Haley being a nervous Nelly. And yeah, there's weird. other stuff to do. Yeah. It was so strange. But th- yeah, there's other stuff to do. I, I wish they would have come up with something else, but there were also a lot of, there were new people with new mm-hmm. storylines and there was, a, there was a lot of other things to focus on. Sometimes you just need something stable. Um, yeah. So I understand just giving me a very, very minor D story for this, for this part of the show. Um, but yeah, like it just doesn't seem very Haley. Although I don't know, Nathan's been wrecked for a long time on and off injured and bar fights and career taken mm. away from him. And yeah, yeah, she is. She's become a very nervous Nelly. Mm. Her son was kidnapped. Meanwhile, God. she'll give Jamie to Sam anytime. Like, <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, that kid that kidnapped him the other night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you take no care of him. Go yeah, for Dan, it. Dan, can you go pick him up for school from school for me? Dan. Great. Thanks buddy. Like what? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where Haley's at. She's just so worried about slam ball. That's what it is. Yeah. That's all she could think about. All her worries in one bucket, so there's no more worry anywhere else. Yeah, trying to control something. Does he continue Slam Ball? Do we remember? Yeah, how many episodes are there of Slam Ball? Does he quit after this? I don't know. I don't know either. Because he says he doesn't need to. He says he's done. You know, he calls you you two his best trophies. Yeah. Can we trust it? I know that was tough, though, watching Jamie say don't play Slam Ball anymore because of I always have a tough time with that. You know, you, I love the get back on the horse idea when something is bad. It's it's good to end things on a good note instead of teaching your kids to just run away because something is scary or something bad happens. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, it is it is tough. Sports, I mean, on that level is really intense. So no, thank you. I wonder what happens. I'm curious. Dad went through glass. No, thank you. We had to. We went through a period where, like, our kids were really freaked out about zombies, and like that being real. Really? Oh well, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. I that considering the they show. don't like seeing their parents. They watched me die on an episode <gasps> of The Walking Dead. They really didn't oh, like that. Like kids no. shouldn't yeah. see their parents in peril. No. Did they ever see you guys? Like, I remember. There's been times where I haven't taken the blood off. And I've gone yeah. home. You ever gone home or has Jeffrey ever come home without taking it off first? Or do you make sure to? No, Jeffrey has flown home from Georgia <laughs> with blood Stop coming it. out of his ears. You know, Hilarious. Because he can't see it. It's just like blood all over his <laughs> neck and stuff. And I'm like, were you on the plane like this? <laughs> Everybody thinks yeah. he's a spy. He'll yeah. go to school, pick it's up, probably covered like- in blood, ballet <laughs> recitals. Yeah, it's just mom and dad's work. But when your parents' work is something that makes you anxious as a kid, um, I think you take it really seriously when your kid says, don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like when our kids yeah. say to us, I don't want you to leave. I don't want you to leave and go do that job. You know, we don't yeah. sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. my kids have asked me, they're like, can you just work from home? Do you always have to travel? And so you as a parent, you're like, you know what? Yes. Let me do I can, I can say yes to my kid. Mm. Um, and so I like that Nathan is saying yes to his kid. He's finally prioritizing his family over the Dan Scott basketball dream. Mm. You know? Well, it's his dream, too. He loves it. it He's so is, good at but, it. But, like, come on. Well, yeah. that I mean, but we need things. We need individual things. You can't just be all about everybody else in your life all the time. You have to be able to have something 
that feeds you so that you have something to give. So I, the, I struggle with that when I think about Nathan giving up basketball. Like, what is he going to do that's really going to feed his soul well, to give him a place to, to have something to Basketball. But um, the same way, like, every dude that's in a band in his 20s knows he's not going to be in a band in his 50s. And so you need to learn how to produce and you need to learn how to show promote and things like that. Like you pivot. Yeah. And that's a really that's important good. life skill. And so to see Nathan be like, okay, well, I don't need to keep playing. I don't need to prove anything anymore. I've proved that I can come back. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time yeah. to pivot. You know, that confidence is, that's swagger. I like that. Mm. Well, speaking of people on the other side of the court, mouth, are we avoiding talking about mouth and Gigi and this whole mess? We want to bring that up. Bring it up. Tell us what you think, Austin. (laughs) As much as it's fun to watch, it's so over the top. Yeah. She she comes on so strong. And then I remember this happened again with Julian and Jana Kramer's character, Alex. Yeah. And it's so strong that it makes me go, okay, that's a little over the top. Whose fantasy are we playing out? There's a pattern. Uh Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. But I will say that Millicent claiming him with the kiss was... (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was hilarious i'll show that little hussy um do do girls really talk that way as a man like do people throw themselves at dudes that way oh that's a good question um you know he has no idea how to answer this (laughs) (laughs) you know not it's rare that it's right off the bat Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It usually comes later when you've established that there's a mutual connection. But right off the bat, it's rare. It has it happened? Yeah, I think so. After repeated, after repeated, like I have a girlfriend, I have a girlfriend, I have a girlfriend. Oh, I wasn't. T- I was just. I was thinking being single. You mean if you're in a relationship or in a marriage? Yeah, like the mouth and Gigi, like specifically the fact that she keeps throwing herself at mouth. We've talked a lot as, you know, a group of women about how the fact that clearly there were no women have an input on any of those scenes. Because, like, what are we talking about? I mean, I'll be totally honest. I have had it happen to me while I was in a relationship. I've had a Mm. note passed to me um, with a phone number on it while I was with my girlfriend. Mm. And, you know, it doesn't happen very many times, but it does happen. It does happen. And. You know, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. It's different, though. I don't. I mean, it was it a stranger or someone that you knew? Strange, never met. No. I mean, See, a stranger I get it. doesn't like, know your circumstance. She has she doesn't yeah. know if it's a girlfriend or I've I've actually I've met somebody that way once, and, and I don't like if you don't know what the person's situation is. Sure. You know, hey, here's my number. I don't know if this is the first date that you're on right now or the you know hundredth, yeah. but call me <laughs> if it's not serious. <laughs> So bold, Joy. But I, I did. It was fun. But, but God, somebody coming up, like somebody that you know coming up to you and saying, I just want to be the one night stand that your girlfriend doesn't have to know about. Oh. Does that happen? Yeah. Oh. I can't imagine. No. Oh, I could never. I could never. No. Yeah, it no, happens. thank you. Gross. It happens. Yeah, there are people with, you know, they get off on it or questionable, you know, morals everywhere. 
Maybe it's the fact that Gigi is so, she seems so kind of innocent and cute about it. And like, it's not a big deal. Like, ha ha ha, whatever. Hmm. It it feels like trauma. Like, uh, it's it gross. Does, it it's feels icky. like trauma. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And the one that like, she does it when they're interviewing James at Slam Ball. And then she says sexy to mouth, like right after they cut. That one, you know, I'm like, you know, okay, if this was happening behind closed doors, be more realistic but that you know that yeah. stuff is all like you know hard to swallow yeah use coconut scented clorox sentiva to give your home a shiny clean filled with an uplifting fragrance with its powerful formula you can clean confidently as its refreshing scent transforms every room in your home into an island oasis so go ahead and elevate your cleaning routine with Clorox Sentiva because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like inspiration. Ooh, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Do you know that this has been a tradition in my family for many years? Uh, my mother used to love pecan sandies from Keebler. She Aww. would bring them home and I would find her in the kitchen taking a little nibble on a stressful day. <laughs> and I love it. I love it so much. I've adopted it myself. I love coming home and just taking a moment to step away from all the daily expectations and enjoy a little, little Keebler Sandy. Listen, you know I love a snack break, and Keebler Sandies are perfect for that. They are buttery shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, Joy's favorite pecans, and almonds. Mm. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The delicate sweetness, the buttery flavor, the crumbly texture. They make Keebler Sandies the perfect pairing with your coffee or tea. Whether you're enjoying Keebler Sandies as an afternoon snack, serving them at a party, or simply indulging in some me time, they are a classic shortbread cookie that brings simple pleasure to every bite. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie and enjoy a simple moment of comfort. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Yeah. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week 
where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something, but that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. So we'll do a fan question. So, okay, the listener question is from Jess, and she says, <laughs> well, is this related to this episode? Because Brooke and Owens aren't, aren't well, just broke up. Oh, okay, it's because everyone knows what's coming. We know where it's going. Okay, Jess wants to know, does it bother you guys that Julian is Peyton's ex? Brooke deserves her own man. Mm. Ooh, snap. I mean, Lucas is also Brooke's ex. So like, I, I don't know. It's all, it's all so incestuous and tree hill. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't bother me personally. It bothers me. Does It bothers me a little bit too. Because it's just like, I mean, how long has it been? How long is it? What's the time lapse between Peyton and Julian? I don't even know the answer to that. Because how long has, has Peyton been home? Like, was it the breakup with Julian that spawned Peyton to call Brooke at the beginning of season five and be like, I want to go home. Oh, no. I think think so often when you're writing a series, you bring people in as love interests and you're not sure if it's going to pan out. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, this was not necessarily, um, I don't think they knew what this would become by Mm -hmm. the end of season nine with marriage and kids. And had they known that, Mm -hmm. they might they might have done the beginning different. You know, so much of television like this is about the love triangle, as we mm-hmm. all know. And it makes it so, so fun to watch. Um, but, you know, that, that, that's one of the X factors that I think audiences may not always kind of know is, you know, you bring somebody in and you're like, you, you see if it's going to work. Yeah. And Brooke did get her own man. She got her, she got the right man. It wasn't right with Peyton and Julian, so it didn't yeah. work out. So it- here's the thing. Here's the thing that's a little different is that like <laughs> Brooke dumped Lucas. Like Brooke was in the driver's seat. Like you are not living up to my expectations mm. enough. Right. Mm. So Brooke dumped him. Julian dumped Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> and so in my mind, I'm like, Brooke should be like, Kim, that guy dumped you for what? And he left you after you, you know, packed your bags for Sundance? Mm. What a creep. Um, It's the person who does the dumping um, really changes the situation. I can see that. That's all I'm going to say. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But it is actually really interesting when you think about it that way, right? I didn't remember that he dumped Peyton. I did not remember that part. Well, and by the way, that he did it because he said, I'm sick of having to share you with Lucas. Like Oof. he saw through it. And there is something really interesting that is hitting me in real time that Brooke and Julian both said, like 
we're involved in a toxic thing that isn't even about us, I'm out. Yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of interesting that in a way, like we both got burned by the same (laughs) other Mm. relationship from two, you know, from two different ends Mm -hmm. of it. Well, I didn't think about that. I wonder if we bonded over that. That's a smart analysis. Mm. You're like, let's ditch these losers. We deserve better, damn it. Oh, I feel like I we could talk for hours with you, Austin. I'm so glad that you joined us for this. Oh, thank you for having me. And also, um, can I come back for another episode? Yeah. Do. do you have a specific one? The one that jumps to mind is when Brooke and I crashed the car into the water. Yes. <gasps> Wait, there's we another have- car crash in water? Yes. Danger. Yeah. In off season- a bridge. Was it off a bridge? Seven That's or eight. So was mine off a bridge. I mean, Nathan's, but. But remember, you drove up at the end of it. And Joy, you were there. You drive up at the end of it, Joy. <laughs> drive up, and I'm like, we're stuck ah! in the rain. What? She blacked it out. Yeah. Like, well, that'll be fun to relive. Yeah. Jamie was there. Yeah, he was in the car with us. He was in the car with us. Yeah. Oh, so I was giving him CPR. Oh, no. God. No. No. I think the only CPR was me giving Brooke CPR, and then it Jamie was, was fine. We got him out, and then he ran to you guys, I think. Well, let's have you back Poor for that Jamie. episode because I do not remember. I know that. That'll be a fun one. That would be super fun. Yeah. You guys, next week, we've got season six, episode 10 next week. Even fairy tale characters would be jealous. Austin, you're a fucking delight. <laughs> We're going to spin a wheel. So you have to pick a real life person from our One Tree Hill family and then a character from the show that fits this bill. And this week we have most likely to cry at every single movie they watch. So <laughs> which character do we think cries at everything? Character. Oh, great question. Uh, skills. <laughs> I was going to say yeah. skills, though, because he got notebooked. But Brooke <laughs> is also a tender creature. Well, Sophia yeah. is the real life version for sure. Yeah, I cry all, yeah. every every movie all the time. Dog food commercials make me commercials. Cry. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I know it's a killer. We love Here our we tender are. creatures. Just a little sensitive gal. All right, you guys. Um, Austin's coming back. He said I'm it here first. Back. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life and 
I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate and having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut. And I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 